Nestled at 2571 North Highland is Northside Church. This is Northside Now. This is Glenn. And this is Patrick. And this is Kevin. <laughs> we're glad to see you today. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for allowing us to come into your space. And so we're looking forward to today. We have uh, some guests with us today as well. want to re- welcome back Rev D. Welcome back to the podcast room, Rev D. Thanks. It's great to be back. Yeah, that is cool. We're going to, and and we have Roland Fisher with us today. Welcome, Roland. It's great to be here. Thank you. Well, good. We're glad to have y'all with us. We're going to be talking about Stephen Ministry today, and uh, we have a long history of Stephen Ministry here at Northside, and and so... um, we're looking forward to having that conversation with y'all and y'all joining us here where however you're listed to us whether it be on your phone or youtube or spotify or wherever we're on apple Podcasts. we're there guys you You know when daphne was here last time we were just (laughs) listening to ourselves basically so that's pretty cool pretty cool well however you're listening to us today we're looking forward to having uh this time together and so thanks for being with us so daphne Yes. Rev D, we're just glad you're here with us. How? Uh, tell us just a little bit about Stephen Ministry. You and Roland take the lead here and kind of, kind of give us some background history uh, and tell us a little bit about what what we're talking about today. Well, 16 years ago, Roland and I uh, went to a week long intense training on how to become Stephen leaders. You have to have Stephen leaders in a church in order to begin a Stephen ministry. So we came back, and 16 years ago, we had our first class of to train Stephen uh, ministers here at Northside. And um, Roland looked up today and we, uh, to find out how many people have been trained here at Northside. And there are 69 people here at the church who have yeah. gone through mm. Stephen ministry training in the past 16 years, which I think is pretty incredible. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But the whole reason for Stephen ministry is to have lay people of the church who have training on how to walk with someone who is going through a difficult time. That's, that's who Stephen ministers are. Mm-hmm. They're not um, therapists. They're not counselors. They are Christian friends who know how to listen well, who know how to um, know when someone needs professional care, and then, and then how to help them get that care. Just how to be that Christian friend to walk with someone who is hurting, who's going through a difficult time. I notice, uh, and now, Stephen Ministry is not only just in the uh, bathrooms, you know, with the little, <laughs> little flyers. Everyone always talks about those here at Northside. But it's also on our webpage. And Galatians 6.2 says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So what you explained is a fulfilling of this Galatians Galatians verse, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, Stephen Ministry is a tremendous help to the pastors here at Northside because, you know, you have three pastors and there's no way that we can give the kind of care that we want to give to all the people in our, our church who are going through difficulties. And so these these Stephen ministers, you know, work right alongside our pastors giving giving that care. And, and to me, it, it sounds like it reminds me of that example of the early church where they were, uh, you know, meeting together, fellowshipping together in a, in a real intense daily, hourly kind of way in, in, which in some ways is a little bit harder to do nowadays, but it takes that kind of a bridge between um, the pastor and a professional in terms of 
whether it be psychological things or not, but really having that close, intimate Christian relationship to help with the daily ups and downs, right? Exactly. And and I think um, I did a little bit of digging too because I've I've heard about Stephen Ministry for a long time, but never really gotten into it myself. But it's a it's not just Northside Church. No. It's a it's a broader movement, right? It's been around for the since the seventies, I think. Yes, like that. there are there are over thirteen thousand congregations across our world who have a Stephen Ministry. Wow. Yeah, pretty incredible. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, I mean, you said it broadly, um, who who is who are these ministers, Roland, and, and kind of talk me through a little bit of, of what that means from a minister perspective. Sure, thank you. So uh, the ministers are laity of our church, and my role with Stephen Ministry is the training aspect. So um, 50 hours of training that, that these... Wow laity go through and during that training we we talk about and learn about all sorts of topics uh, to help them become the best even minister they can be so we talk about listening skills mm-hmm. we talk about how to uh, relate to someone who's going through a difficult time so a lot of those training sessions are individual one-on-one type uh, training that goes on so it's really in-depth it's very good training to go through to be a Stephen minister. And in the end, they they form this bond. Uh, they are a class that goes through together, and they, they pray for each other. Uh, they talk routinely to each other, and it really becomes a great way for them to, to learn from each other, from the struggles that they've gone through sure. in their life. Sure, and uh, that's impressive to me that that much training goes in, into it. Um, is this something that... I mean, I think me uh, as a Christian, I want to help my neighbor and help my brothers and sisters. And but but this is going a little bit beyond that, maybe perhaps. So it's it's a it's almost like a calling that that you need to feel like this is is what God prepared you for. For sure. I mean, spiritual gifts that we're all gifted with. We all have different gifts. So the Stephen ministers already have the gifts of listening and 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 praying with other people. And so we hone those gifts and so then they can be the best Stephen minister they can be. Hmm. What kind of time commitment does that look like? I mean, anytime you want to, I mean, obviously you're going to be there, whatever happens in the person's life, but what does that kind of look for? I, I'm, I guess I'm just thinking if, if I have that call, have that little nudge to, to check into this more, we, we still need many Stephen ministers, right? As many of us as there are who are hurting. What, what does that commitment look like? What does that sure. just kind of, put legs to it. I can can share some of that. So uh, typically uh, the commitment would be that someone would meet weekly uh, with the person that they've been assigned to. Um, And one of the, one of the training modules that has really come to the forefront recently is the telecare part of it, because we all have cell phones nowadays. Uh, We can text back and forth and talk on the phone and with COVID, it has become even more important for that type of skill to be used. So the training actually includes the use of cell phones and talking to someone. But typically, they meet once a week at a designated location. Private conversation is important, so it has to be a place that they can talk freely, just those two. Prayer will be going on during the session, and they stay in touch 
uh, every week with this person, and they, they walk through whatever difficult time that they have. For as long as, as that care receiver needs help. And sometimes these relationships between a Stephen minister and a care receiver, you know, that two months might be enough time. Yeah. And then for some, two years. You know, they might walk together for two years. There is no expected time there. It's just, it's whatever is helpful to that care receiver. And, and this is confidential, right? This, I, I mean... It is absolutely is confidential. Good, yeah. I mean, when someone is assigned a Stephen minister, no one... No one knows that that assignment has taken place except for the Stephen minister and the care receiver and myself because I make all those referrals. All right. So how do you, I mean, how, what goes in the process of getting a Stephen minister from, from that point of view, from saying, hey, I need someone to walk with me? What's, what's the process of that? How does that look? Well, it, it looks a lot of different ways. But um, sometimes those referrals are made from one of the pastors who has met with someone um, and it, you know, just think that you know, they really could benefit from having someone to walk with them for a continued period of time. Also, our, this is where you know, we need help with, um, from our church folks mm-hmm. to know about Stephen ministry. And you know, when you encounter someone who, who is going through a tough time, yeah. to talk to them about the possibility of them being assigned a Stephen minister. And if they are open to that, then they can get in touch with me at the church office. Or um, you can, if you're having a conversation with someone, ask if it's okay with them, get their permission first, and then yeah. you can contact me and say, you know, I was talking with with John Doe the other day, and he's open to having a Stephen minister, and he would like for you, Daphne, to contact him, and I will be glad to do that. Um, so that's, you know, it just happens a lot of different ways. Now, for either one of y'all, and I think we were talking about this a little bit before we started, but so often, especially with young people or... I mean, anybody, I think even even folks, you know, that are homebound or, or whatever, I feel like my problems, I'm the only one that has this problem. I'm the only one that's going through this struggle. I'm the only one that's doing that. You shared with us some pretty large numbers that we help a lot of people through the Stephen ministry of this church. Can you share those those same things with us as well? Because well, and, I think yeah. people need to hear that. We're not the only ones going through our, these things. That's exactly right. There is a time in every single one of our lives maybe multiple times, that we all could benefit from having a Stephen minister. You know, up to date, I looked this up today, and in our 16 years of having Stephen ministry here at Northside, there have been 156 individuals who have been assigned a Stephen minister. Now, keep in mind that some of these relationships, you know, have gone on for a year or two years. 156 individuals have had someone to walk with them to help them get through their the tough time that they were going through. I mean, that to me is absolutely amazing. I was when I counted it up today, I was amazed at that number. And it's it is not just a counseling session. It is a, a commitment for a period of time, like you said, two months to two years. That's a that's a pretty big number for that amount of commitment of time. And I think for me, just hearing that, it is um exciting that ministry is happening in that one-to-one uh, way. But it's it's also a situation where I feel now convicted that I need to understand it more 
to, to be able to share it if I come into contact with it because it's confidential and it's secret as it should be. Mm-hmm. You don't hear a lot about people that are in the program and, and testimonials. And there are actually some testimonials online. If you go to, uh, I think it's stephenministry.org. Mm-hmm. That's right. That, yeah. that I encourage everybody to listen to because um, that's what made it come alive for me to understand um, what it means or what it feels like to have someone walk through that with you. I think some of us are blessed to have either a good friend or a family member that can walk through, in Lori, in my case, a, a miscarriage early on was really devastating for us. And we had clergy and friends that w- walked with us through it. But if you don't have that, um, and, and even sometimes if you do have that, it's, it's super important for the grieving process, for the processing, all of that, um, to have that Christian friend to, well, to and I deal know, with yeah, it. For me personally, a lot of times, it even if I have a good friend or uh, you know someone close to me like that, it's actually sometimes harder to talk to those people about yeah. some of this stuff. And so it helps having just somebody else to talk to. You know, and having that confidentiality is is key. Yeah, but, it really is. You know, one of the things that Stephen ministers are trained how to do is to help someone process what's going on in their lives and what what choices they could make. You know, so often our friends want to fix us. <laughs> they want to tell us. You know, we we bear our soul, and they want to tell us, "Or oh, this is what you need what to, do. to do." Yeah, Stephen ministers are trained to not tell someone what to do, but to listen carefully and then to help that individual process what their options are. Mm-hmm. And they practice doing that. That's part yeah. of the training. And, you know, they learn to do that very effectively. And what every single Stephen minister that we have trained has said over and over and over during the training is every single follower of Jesus Christ should have this kind of training because not only does it help them to become good Stephen ministers, it helps them to become better Christians. Mm. And it, it just um, flows over to all their relationships, you know, with their family members and, you know, it just teaches us how to be better Christians. Exactly. Another thing during the training is we all learn that God is the caregiver. Mm. Mm-hmm. We can be there. We can give care but God is the cure giver. And that's something that we all talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. And, and to your point, uh, Daphne, we all can be better listeners. I know that's a simple part, one little part of the yeah. whole training, but uh, all of us can be listeners, not only to the humans we meet, but to the Holy Spirit. And so I, I definitely see that would be a great thing for any Christian. Mm-hmm. For exactly. sure. Exactly. Another thing I need to bring up is that beyond the 50 hours of initial training, is continuing education. And that's a very important part of Stephen ministry. If you don't have continuing education, yeah. then we don't have a program, a ministry that, that can go on. So these Stephen ministers um, commit to come uh, twice a month for continuing education, and that keeps them grounded uh, with each other, keeps them grounded with God. And they can learn from each other, and they actually talk confidentially through scenarios, and they learn from each other about what to do to go forward as they care for other people. That's awesome. And in fact, um, now, northsidejackson.com is our webpage here at the church. And if you go to ministries and click on ministries and go down, you'll see Stephen Ministry. And it has a lot of what we talked about today and how to contact Daphne or 
Well, how to kind of think Daphne's on here. Oh, Roland, you're on here too. And so yeah, their numbers are in here and how to contact them if you're interested in this. I, I know because Daphne and I work together with confirmation and stuff a lot. And uh, some Stephen training has worked its way into when we train our mentors on how to listen. <laughs> and so uh, I know that within the church, it's permeated some other ministry areas and things like that. So it, it really has been a blessing to Northside in so, so, so many ways. But um, any, any other thoughts or anything y'all need to share with us you think is important for us today? You know, I think uh, just a tremendous testimony uh, for Stephen ministry is that we have had a number of Stephen ministers here at Northside who have gone through difficult times of their own and have asked for a Stephen minister. Oh, wow. I mean, that's right now we have a Stephen minister who has a Stephen minister. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that, I just think that speaks volumes about the um, success of and the importance of this ministry. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to add the quality of the materials, the books that we read. it's just outstanding, uh, the, the different topics that we study in the books that we read during the training. It really is good. Um, there's boundary issues that people deal with. We talk about those boundary issues during the training. Uh, we've talked about listening skills. That's very important. Uh, but then we talk about some of the, the big things like grief and yeah. depression, suicide prevention. Uh, all those things are talked about in, in different modules as we go through the lesson. Wow. Well, we are so thankful for y'all. And, and like Kevin said earlier, this is something that's going on that, you know, we don't talk about. It's not mm-hmm. like a... One of the uh, the purposes, one of our goals yeah. for doing this podcast was to to kind of spotlight and put a put a light on some of these ministries. Like, again, I've seen the flyers in the bathrooms, you know, <laughs> it's like, but beyond that, it's like, I didn't really know that much about it until today, you know, so it's it's good that we're, we're getting to learn more about these ministries that we've heard of, but may not have known much be it below the surface on, yeah. so... Well, definitely thank y'all for coming in and uh, hopefully um, we can have y'all back again sometime and maybe y'all can share with us some really more awesome stories and stuff. But but that's kind of the stuff that's going on in Northside right now. And yeah. So that's good stuff. Good stuff. Patrick, you um, last week, uh, Kevin and I shared some really cool stuff that we were into. And uh, I, I understand uh, that you, you might have fallen into a little excitement uh, this week yourself. So what's going on with you? Well, I don't know. I've just been... Okay. So as some of you know, I'm an avid action figure collector. So I follow a lot of the, a lot of toy news. Uh-oh. And uh, yeah, so coming up in February are the, the toddies. Uh, which is it's like the oscars for the toy world it's really? yeah it's their their annual like awards thing uh, so, you, oh no here we go yeah so so like he, he's probably gonna get an award we just don't know it yet <laughs> no see unfortunately i haven't made any yet oh, okay, so right. we're, we're working on that <laughs> but yes you're uh you're last week you talking about toy photography kind of inspired me i was looking through the categories and uh one of my favorite categories that they do are the is the innovative category so they've announced the finalists for the innovative toy category. Right. And one of them that caught my eye, well, it's called Squeaky. <laughs> it's a robotic dog. Oh, yes. Yes. Our, our infamous Yako Matamoros yeah. yes. has one of these and brought it to the Christmas party. Yes, and we I got, got to, to play with that. And got to play with it. And it is the coolest thing. <laughs> it is really If you've neat. never heard of Squeaky, it looks like a balloon dog, but it'll like do commands and stuff and you can what? like deflate it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> It is really it's pretty cool. So my vote is for for Squeaky. But one other I want I want to talk about real quick because Glenn, you were also talking about like RC stuff earlier. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, there's yeah. one called uh, I think it was it called Go Go Bird. 
Yeah, it's called Go-Go Bird. It's by Zing Toys. And it's like an RC bird. And it'll like, it's pretty cool. Uh, you get a kick neat. out of it. I know yeah. how much you like RC yeah, helicopters and stuff. Yeah. So, Have you seen any of those uh, autonomous um, butterflies? Yes. Yeah, they're, it's they're very similar. Big, but and they just, kinda, yeah. These are, wow. these are a little smaller, but... Yeah, it's pretty cool. Very cool. Okay, yeah. what what you all can't see, and I wish you could, is the huge smile <laughs> on Patrick's well, as face most people right know, now. I'm 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 just a big kid at heart, really. So you know, this is <laughs> this is fun for me. I don't really get a whole lot of outlets to talk about this kind of stuff. You know, that is awesome. Liz is pretty tired of me talking about all this. <laughs> you know, she just tells me to be quiet. So. That is awesome. Well, and last week we learned about Kevin and his out-of-world experiences. So, Kevin, uh, take us take us out of this world. Well, this is a space minute. The space, <laughs> the space, space minute. Space minute, yeah. Well, uh, as everybody's learning, I'm nuts about space and astronauts and rockets and oh, yeah, all that. But uh, just to update, last week I talked about uh, how I was disappointed that I couldn't be an astronaut when I learned there was a height restriction. Oh, yeah. And I could not come up with what the restriction was. Well, I uh, went down a little bit of a rabbit hole and uh, discovered that the original height restriction came from the Apollo mission. Those capsules were really tiny. You couldn't fit big people in there. And then with the space shuttle, it was similar. Um, And I think at that time it was 5'11". And that's probably why when I crossed into 6'1 or whatever it was at the time. But now, you know what I found out? What's that? 75 inches is the limit. And that's six, five. So really? I could get, I could get in. You could be an astronaut. Except, Whoa. except the other requirements are you have to have a master's degree in a STEM subject. Uh, you have to. I guess that excludes me. Sur- then. <laughs> survive the vomit comet, if you've ever heard of that. And I would definitely fail the physical. So it still is true. I will not be so. going to space. Just one little, uh, little tease thing. It makes it a little bit longer than a minute. But do you know how many countries have landed on the moon? No. Okay. There's three. Any other guesses in the room? Well, I'm going to guess four. There you go. The Price is Right rules. Right. <laughs> yeah, without going over. <laughs> yeah. The answer is three. Oh, I still now, lost. <laughs> what's What's interesting to me, though, is that the U.S. was not the first. It was the second. Oh. And Russia was the first. Now, they landed in uh, 1966. The U.S. is the only manned mission to the moon. So the only human footsteps have been in the U.S. But the most recent was december of 2020 really china started their um moon program i think in like 2013 gotcha and initially it was on their own very secretive and but now it's more collaborative thing so this kind of comes back into the uh base on the moon in 2024 i think Mm -hmm. or, or, or manned missions from us in 2024 and then a constant presence in 2028 which is the plan so I thought that was really interesting. Well, I actually saw something. Well, by the time you're listening to this, it will have already happened. So you can tell me how it happened. Uh, but they're supposed to do a, a test fire of the rocket for the Artemis mission on Saturday. Yep. Yeah, so, I think that I saw that too. Yeah. Um, so I just, you know, those for for those of us who were big into the uh, the moon missions way back when, um, to see it not have happened for however many years intervening. Yeah. It's exciting to, to get back there. And, and ultimately for me, from, from a Christian perspective is I'm just amazed. I'm amazed by the things that we're discovering 
but God already knew all that. He created it all and it's just there, which I, I just find that constantly amazing. And it, it points me to Christ within the Christian worldview. Yeah. So I just how, find it. How exciting. can you look at nature and not exactly yeah, be in all? So exactly. Well, and Patrick uh, alluded yesterday, he told me yesterday that uh, we needed to start talking about Glenn's rabbit holes that I fall down on uh, <laughs> That's not what I YouTube. called him. <laughs> you said, you, you told me yesterday I We're fell down it. more rabbit holes than Bugs Bunny. That's true. That's true. So, my goodness. But, well, this week it has actually been aviation. My YouTube uh, rabbit hole for the week has been aviation. I have been watching not just RC, but regular airplanes. I don't know why. I quit watching TV and start watching YouTube. And so it just takes up my time at night when i go to sleep so you need to watch the videos where these planes are trying to land with crosswinds and they're 30 and 40 knot winds and these things are just 747 are just sliding and all that they land them so perfectly <laughs> oh, our that pilots so nerve-wracking are amazing they really are good i don't know how pilots land like when it's like completely fog when you're just like relying totally on the instruments like how do you land on a runway I, I don't get it. It's uh, well, and I think it's better that you see it on YouTube instead of seeing it in real yeah. life because you see that. And it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like landing in Managua. Where oh. the, the the tires touch, they hit the brakes. You're like, you know. <laughs> well, there's a few other things happening. Uh, Patrick, what else do we have? Yeah, we've got a rolling few down the road. The next thing to to be on the lookout. Debbie Curry is going to be speaking at our connection service next week. So okay, cool. make sure you. Tune in online for that, or be here in person. Service will start at six on Wednesday night. That's the twentieth. There's plenty of room. I guess on that's Wednesday tomorrow, yeah. for sure. So definitely come on. Um, and then Christy's got some stuff for the kids. So if you've got kiddos out there, or if the, there are any kids listening to this podcast, um, well, just y'all are some cool kids for listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> but January twenty fourth, Christy's kicking off uh, Alphabet Sunday, which it's a. All of this is going to be virtual, so you can just. Uh, find it on the Facebook page for the the intersection, which is the kids ministry. Yeah, you can find all this there. But she on the twenty fourth, uh, Christy's going to kick off Alphabet Sunday for the kids, and it's a video series, and it's for all ages. That features a letter of the week, a character in the Bible, and a game for the whole family to enjoy. Oh, cool! <laughs> and then uh, on twenty seventh, she's kicking off Wild Wednesday, uh, which is going to include children's music, Covenant Kids, um, and all of that will be posted online online wednesday nights yeah starting on the 27th well great and daphne maybe may be able to shed a little bit more light on this but we're, we're not going to get too into it yet we're just going to tease it uh, uh-huh but our first uh, quarter mission focus is uh is coming up so be on the lookout for that i think we're going to announce that what on the 31st that's correct mm-hmm. okay it's so be great yeah we're excited about it so stay tuned <laughs> cool and, and the um um, for Christ's mission campaign is still going, correct? That's still going. Yep. And is that through January? Through right? January. Yeah. And so hopefully we'll have those guys in to give us an update mm-hmm. soon. So um, so be listening for that as well. Well, goodness, it has been a great day. Thank you so much to Roland and to Rev D for coming in and talking about Stephen Ministry. This is the, some of the really great, wonderful ministry that's going on at Northside right now. And and uh, so definitely contact them. Check out the Facebook page and the uh, web page to get more information about that. And just uh, thank you all so much for coming in and spending this time with us. And uh, to the rest of you, thanks for listening to us. Let us come into your space right now. It has been a, a blessed day, and we look forward to the next one we get to spend with you. So, So this is Glenn. And this is Patrick. And this is Kevin. And we'll see you soon.